Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. This is Captain Avajahu with Holy Saints and Apostles here in Nashville, Tennessee. All right. So, again, Shabbat Shalom to the 12 around the world. Got that part out of the way. Hope you guys have had a good week as we close out another one. Um, fellas, listen up. Sisters, take inventory. Uh, this week's topic is the women that men should avoid. You know, it's a lot of single brothers in the world. And these brothers need wives. Then it's a lot of married brothers going through hell. Because they probably got a bad wife. So, I want to help the fellas out. But, fellas aren't off the hook. Because I'm going to help the sisters out next week. But right now, I want to deal with the fellas. Again, our topic is the women that men should avoid. If I were you brothers, I'd take notes. You sisters, take notes so that you can examine yourself later on. We're going to start this lesson in the book of Proverbs, the sixth chapter. The book of Proverbs, chapter six, and verse First woman I want to talk about is the strange woman. The strange woman. All right. To keep thee from evil. So, Salakia. To keep thee from the evil woman. From the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. Lust not. After her beauty in thine heart, neither let her take thee with her eyelids. What this scripture is talking about is there are some women, I don't know, they just got this way about them. They got this way where they, this, I mean, sisters, y'all probably know what y'all be doing, but it's some of y'all that just look at brothers, bat your eyelids. You know, stand a certain way, poke certain stuff out in pictures. You got to be aware of those those sisters. Now, if there's a brother doing that, you, you need to stone that brother. But um, we got to be aware of those sisters because their mind, they're not in a righteous place. This strange woman, this woman that is a woman of flattery, the flirtatious woman. The woman who never meets a stranger when it comes to men. That's a dangerous woman. That's a dangerous sister. You marry that sister, you're going to be mad every day. You can't go anywhere without that sister flirting with somebody. Or, well, I was just having conversation. Next thing you know, the brother's going to be like, she don't get to talk. Some of y'all brothers do y'all wives like that now. Why? Because she flirtatious. You don't know who she's going to win. Technical issues. Apparently, some of y'all sisters are mad. Because y'all are a little flirtatious Y'all don't want y'all secrets being told Oh well I'm going to tell it anyways Verse 25 We're going to read that again Lust not after her beauty in thine heart Neither 
Let her take thee with her eyelids. Let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 11. We're going to read. We're going to go get back to Proverbs, but I want to go to 2 Samuel chapter 11. Second Samuel chapter 11. And verse 2. We're going to start at verse 2. And it came to pass in the evening tide that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. This is the sisters we're talking about. We're talking about these sisters that are... Now, I don't know, and maybe it's a cultural thing that I'm not, I don't necessarily understand. But one would have to think, why would the sister be washing outside naked? Just think about that. Now, I'm not casting anything on the sister. But what I'm relating that to is we have a lot of sisters today that don't know how to cover up, that don't want to put clothes on and then wonder why brothers look at them as the latest thing that was put on the menu at Golden Corral. It doesn't make sense. You got sisters who don't want to um, put pants on. Y'all remember uh, years ago. When we were in high school, jersey dresses. The dumbest idea I ever saw. A jersey dress. It didn't make sense. It was stupid. Because a lot of because a lot of sisters were wearing them without pants. A lot of y'all sisters weren't wearing these things with pants. Y'all was wearing them without pants. They was only but so long. Y'all remember uh, what they call them clothes? Coochie cutters. Hoochie mama shorts. Then see, now see, some of y'all don't know what them is because y'all in the leggings generation. But, you know, coochie cutters and hoochie mama shorts were shorts that was really panties, but they, they put denim on them and called them shorts. <laughs> but a lot of sisters like to dress provocatively. What they say, if your, ma if your mama gave it to you, you might as well flaunt it. Something like that, they say. I don't really know how to. Shake what your mama gave you. Show what your mama gave you. You got to watch out for sisters like that. And see, it's them type of sisters that when they come into the truth and brothers and leaders tell them, hey, sister, you got to cover up. Oh, see, you trying to tell me what I got to wear. Yeah. Because you, if you knew what you had to wear, you wouldn't be dressed like this. Sisters come in with her hair looking like a box of uh, uh, Crayola. She got red and purple and green. It's like uh, flashing lights at a Christmas show. Except for their lights ain't moving. They just on all the time on top of her head. What's that? Um, Y'all remember the little Christmas special that used to come on? The, uh, the Miser Brothers. One was the, yeah, one was the small miser and the other one was the fireman, heat miser. And they had, you know, one had the little blue and the other one had the little fire. I always thought they was cool, even though they was demonic. 
But the point is, is again, this woman was outside just casually going along. But let's keep going. And David sent, verse 3, 2 Samuel chapter 11. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And one said, is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And David sent messengers and took her. And she came in unto him, and he lay with her. For she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned unto her house. This woman was a whore. I'm explaining. Why would a married woman willingly sleep with another man? I don't care who it was. But what that shows you is that this woman didn't have a standard for what was right. Because if she had a standard for what was right, she would have fought and possibly been imprisoned as opposed to sleeping with David. The scripture doesn't give us any account of a struggle. The scripture just says she did what? The men took her. She went in. He lay with her. And then she waited till she would be clean and went back home. Next thing you know, she pregnant. It's a lot of brothers now that are dealing with situations like that. Your wife go out, sleep around on you. Now she pregnant and you asking us to pray for you. No. Or if she real deceptive, she going to lie to you for nine months, tell you that's, that's your baby. Baby got a head ten times bigger than yours. And you trying you try to say, yeah, that's my baby. No. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5 and verse 28. Matthew chapter 5. In verse 28. The book of Matthew chapter 5. Verse 28. But I say unto you. That whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. So, brothers, we have to stay away from the evil woman, this woman of flattery, these strange women. You know, a lot of brothers like women of other nations, white women, Chinese women. Um, I don't really. Yeah. Indian women and in in East India. You know, y'all brothers like them exotic sisters. Y'all gonna go to an exotic hell, too. We have to beware from these type of women. These women are designed to ensure that we fall. That is what they are here for. That's why it's important for those of us who are of the nation of Israel to marry our own. Marry our own uh Sisters, that's what we have to do. Let's go back to Proverbs chapter 6. Let's go back to Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 26. We're going to finish this 
So along with this um, strange woman is this horse woman. We just kind of talked about her. We want to talk about this horse woman a little bit more. Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 26. For by means of a horse woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread, and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Some sisters try to trap brothers. See, one thing I realize about a whore is a, sometimes a whore is only a whore until she finds the right brother to trap. Let me give you an example. Some women, like these women that chase athletes, they were already whores. But the reason they stopped Horn at the athlete is because he not gives them provision and protection. Some people don't see it. How can I put it? It's almost like they're looking for it, but they're using their body as the metal detector. It's like looking for gold, but your body is the metal detector. And as soon as you detect the gold, now you oh, this the right situation. We got to watch out for those sisters. Those sisters ain't right. They evil. They wicked. Proverbs chapter 9 and verse 13. Next sister I want to talk about is the foolish woman. The foolish woman. Proverbs chapter 9 and verse 13. A foolish woman is clamorous. That word clamorous means vigorous in demands or complaints. Noisy, importunate, loud, uproarious, and ferocious. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knoweth nothing. What this is talking about is it's talking about a sister who only wants to complain and cause issue. That's all they want. All they want to do is complain. Clamor. You know what it means to clamor? Clamor is like a crab. All they're doing is they're just grabbing. They're, just, they're constantly just at everything. The water on. Why you ain't cut the water off? Why you ain't cut the light? I just came out the room. That drives a man insane. Now, some brothers, again, never got good counsel. They didn't know about marrying the foolish woman. But the Bible says that one of the reasons they are clamorous is because of what? They are simple and they know nothing. So these aren't women who are trying to righteously intervene in a man's stupidity. These are women who use their own stupidity to cause an issue. Well, can I go get my nails done? No, we don't have it, babe. See, why you always got to do that? That's a foolish woman. I would want a new car. Well, what's wrong with the car? You got to see, if I was with Charles, he would give me a car. That's a foolish woman. But see, when you try to tell a brother, hey, that's not the right type of sister. Oh, see, y'all just trying to run my life. That's what we're here for. We're here to give you guidance and protect you from your own stupidity. We can see that this sister's no good. We can see she's a foolish woman. Ask her question, not the Bible. Well, you know, uh, 
you know, my wife, you know, she just don't understand like that. All right, brother. You stupid for believing that she ain't stupid. That's how that works. There are some brothers who protect their own wives' foolishness. Then when you tell a brother, hey, man, you know, your wife, you know, she kind of she foolish, man. Hey, man, don't talk about my wife. Where's the lie, brother? Where's the lie? Did we lie about your wife or are we telling you the truth? Some people get mad because they don't want to acknowledge that the truth is the truth. All right. So this foolish woman that's noisy, that's just loud and boisterous and, and you got like a noisy woman isn't just a woman that complains. It's a woman that complains loudly. You know, I would liken it to the character that Tiffany Haddish plays in everything. That's a that's a foolish woman. She ain't loud intentionally. She's just loud. Right? Like, a, like I, I'm going to use this example. And I'm not saying that the sister's stupid. Well, she is because she don't keep the commandments. But that's neither here nor there. A woman like Cardi B, who's just loud for no reason. Just loud. Why? That's not a righteous woman. That's not a righteous sister. Moving on. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 9. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 9. It is better to dwell in the house in Salaki. It is better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than a brawling woman in a wide house. A brawling woman. Brawling is, again, just like this foolish woman, a noisy quarreler, a fighter, a bubbling or roaring noise. It is better to dwell in the corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. Meaning it's better for a brother to lock himself in a closet than to come out the closet to have to deal with a woman who wants to fight all the time. So the problem is some of these brothers is being punked out by these type of sisters. These type of sisters, you know how they used to, what's the word I want to use? They used to well, fake you out. You know, jump at you. See if you're going to jump. Brother walked down the hallway. The sister, he. <laughs> Come on, brother. You're supposed to be the man of the house. Not with them type of sisters. Those type of sisters will make brothers fearful. We have to beware of the brawling sister. Because the brawling sister isn't just beating you up. She's yelling at you like you're a child while she beating you up. Y'all have seen them sisters discipline their kids. Hey, you better get right. She talking to the husband like that. Hey, I said get in this car. He, uh, uh, all right, brothers, I'll talk to y'all later. What kind of foolishness is this? But like, man, my, my, my wife called me. I don't want to get in no trouble. I got to go. Come on, man. That's. Hmm? Right. Right. We went out a couple weeks ago. You know, we out sharing the scriptures. And we talking to the brother. The brother stops. We talking to the brother. I realize the sister keeps walking. Hey, brother, this sister with you? Oh, yeah, man, I got to go. What? Now, 
I'm going to presume that this sister was either a foolish woman or a brawling woman. She was either beating the heck out of him or he didn't want to hear her mouth. So he was like, hey, I got to go. Instead of him saying, hey, I'm talking, stop and wait on me. Some brothers don't have the ability to do that. But it's because we're with these type of women. All right. Proverbs, what do we read? Verse 9. Jump down to verse 19. Now, so we just talked about the woman who will beat you up in the house. Now, I want to talk about the woman that's going to beat you out the house. Proverbs 21 and 19. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a, than with a contentious and angry woman. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with, than with a contentious and angry woman. Contentious means tending to argument or strife, quarrelsome. This is the woman that loves to argue. She loves to fight. She loves to fight like fat people like food. That's all she wants to do is argue. The Bible says it's better for you to stay outside and be homeless than to live in a house with this type of woman. Because these women, they don't, the Bible says blessed are the what? Peacemakers. This woman ain't trying to make peace. She's trying to break you into pieces. It's better for you to Walk away. Leave that alone. All right. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 20. You know, Proverbs say a lot about women. And before anybody says, well, you real being, you re, you being real negative on the women. I am this week. I am. Because some sisters need to see the error of their ways and the type of women that they are so they can correct themselves. Some brothers need to see, because see, sometimes you might not have the spirit of discernment. You might not be able to figure out, man, what the heck is wrong with my wife? You might need to listen up. I might talk about your wife. And if I do, I'm not talking about your wife on purpose, brother. I'm sorry. Not really, because you need to know and she do too. But what I mean is, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm trying to help you take correction, take guidance, get it right. And if you single brother, if you single and you realize that this is the type of sister you talking to run, get away from that sister, find you a sister that ain't like this. All right, moving on. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 20. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. So the woman we're talking about now is the adulterous woman. The adulterous woman. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done no wickedness. Now, this is the type of woman that will have on a man's cologne and come home and say, well, yeah, I was walking through the mall and they accidentally sprayed Cologne on me instead of perfume. Brother, don't be stupid. That's just a line. She was hanging out at Joe's house and just left. Trying to tell you that a hooky on her neck is a mosquito bite. That's the oldest line in the book, brothers. The adulterous woman will go to any lengths to cover her deception. 
to cover what she has done wrong. All right. Second Esdras, chapter 16. Second Esdras, chapter 16. Second Esdras 16 and 49. Second Esdras 16 and 49. Second Esdras 16 and 49. What's another word for adulterous? A whore. So now we're going to talk about this whorish woman. Now I know some people don't like being called a whore. Sorry. You're a whore if you're a whore. That's all I can say. Second Ezra 16 and 49. Like as a whore, envieth a right, honest, and virtuous woman. So these whorish women, guess what they do? They want to be like the righteous woman. But they just can't stop whoring. They don't know how to keep their legs closed. A whore is a woman who engages in promiscuous sexual intercourse, usually for money, a prostitute, a harlot, or a strum. You ever seen, and see some of y'all brothers, y'all try to turn these women into right women. Some of y'all brothers get with the prostitute. Man, listen, brother, I met this sister, man. She gonna come into the truth. She gonna come, I'm telling you, man, I've been, I've been, I've been reading the scripts. i First of all, first question I'm going to ask you is how you met this prostitute. <laughs> Second question I'm going to ask you is why you care so much about this prostitute getting the scripts, brother. Third question I'm going to ask is why you sleeping with her? <laughs> I ain't never met nobody care that much about the prostitute. Well, I'm going to drive by the script club and, you know, I was going to bring, you know, give her a couple scriptures because, man, she needed it. No, brother, you lying. So we have to be mindful, brothers. We can't turn these sisters into something they are not. That's not how this works. Nor can that sister or is that sister just going to automatically stop whoring because she met you. All right. Now, the other thing I want to say is some women act like whores, but they're not sleeping around. They act like it. They, they are whores, they're like emotional whores Or mental whores I'm going to explain what I mean These are the women that My phone bill dude, you going to pay my phone bill My rent dude, you going to pay my rent Just dragging you along Because every time they say something Yeah baby I got you I'll I, I take care of it for you Yeah I got it all right, That's all she want It's your money or your time. Let's cuddle tonight. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd rather you cuddle than have sex. But any man that is a straight man will probably pass up the cuddle for something else. Now, brother, if all this sister is talking about is cuddling, she's whoring you out for something. She don't want to be with you. Now, should she have sex with you to prove that? No. But the point is, is that some sisters will go to any length to get you to the point where you are fragile emotionally and vulnerably vulnerable in your decision making. All right. Ecclesiasticus of the book of Sirach, chapter nine, 
verse 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 3. So we have to be careful about these type of promiscuous women. Meet not with an harlot. Meet not with an harlot. I'm going to say that again. Meet not with. Not don't sleep with her. Don't meet with her. Any of these women that, well, can you just meet me? For what? What you, what you trying to meet me for anywhere outside of the school or other congregation or the camp or the assembly? Why, why I got to meet you at Burger King? I don't eat Burger King. Everybody know they ain't like Wendy's. They, they, they frozen, never fresh. I went there the other day. They didn't even have no French toast sticks. I was pissed off. How you not have French toast sticks? Early in the morning. Ecclesiasticus or Sirach 9 and 3. Meet not with an harlot, lest thou fall into her snares. It's a, a harlot can spin a web better than the spider in Charlotte's web. This woman would sit down and tell you, well, you know, I was raped at three years old. And I was raped again by my uncle at nine. And I had a really bad boyfriend in high school. He beat me up. And then I was married. and But that marriage ended and my husband was abusive. This sister done concocted the story from the time she was three until she's 45 years old now. And the only narrative of the story is she's continually got done wrong. That sister that can't make good decisions, brother. That's what that means. Either that or this woman. Just leave that sister alone, brother. But we have to be careful because some of these sisters, especially these harlots, they will spin a web. They will come up with a story, a reason to contact you. Them sisters that ain't that you ain't talked to four, five, six, seven, eight months, and out of the blue, now they homeless. Yeah, I didn't know who else to call, but see, I, I I know you're married, but can you can you come help me? Uh, no. I can. Where you at? I'll call the police to come help you. I'm not coming to help you, cause I don't want to be caught in your lies. That's another way of saying, hey, can you meet me? Well, I'm stuck up here at Kroger's. Can you help me? Why are you ask somebody at Kroger's? Hell, I got to come to my house in Murfreesboro to meet you at Kroger's in Nashville only for you to say, well, I just need a couple dollars. Negro, you could have begged like the rest of them people be in Kroger's parking lot. Y'all watch out for these horse. what I'm telling you. Promiscuous. Promiscuous woman is characterized by or involving indiscriminate mingling or association, especially having sexual relations with a number of partners on a casual basis. That's the woman that, like, if you ever meet a woman, brother, with a black book, run from that woman. A woman who has a black book, that's a whore. Ain't no woman in... Any woman that got a whole bunch of male friends. Well, my friend this, my friend Jack, my friend Tom, my friend Dick, my friend Harry. That's a hoe. Ain't no woman got that many. She got, as, she got as many male friends as on a football team roster. 
Some ain't right about this sister. You ain't got that many brothers who ain't brothers. Well, yeah, that's my brother Tommy. Well, I only see three of y'all in this picture, sister. Well, you know, I just grew up with him from a long time ago. You know, that's like my brother. No, that's like a whore. That's what that is. All right. Sirach chapter 25. Sirach chapter 25. I'm just trying to help y'all make better decisions. That's all. Verse 16. Sirach 25 and 16. Mm. I had rather dwell with a lion and a dragon than to keep house with a wicked woman. Now, I ain't never been around a lion and a dragon. But you, you this woman has to be wicked for real. If he don't want to be in the house with her, he'd rather, you know, dragons spit fire. Lions tear stuff up. Now, I ain't never met a woman who can spit fire. I haven't seen a few who can tear some stuff up. But the point is, is that this woman is so evil, so wicked. I would rather take my chances with animals than to dwell with this woman. Verse 17. The wickedness of a woman changeth her face and darkeneth her countenance. Like sackcloth. Sitting there talking to the woman. Next thing you know, she look like the poltergeist. She get mad. Her face start twitching. She start changing colors. For example. Babe, let me hold $20. I ain't got it. What you say? Hold on. Why your voice change like that? That's a wicked woman. If, if the minute... You don't answer what she wants to say. Her countenance changes. She's wicked. And your countenance, her countenance shouldn't change like that. Verse 18. Her husband shall sit among his neighbors. And when he heareth it, shall sigh bitterly. All wickedness is but little to the wickedness of a woman. Let the portion of a sinner fall upon her. Meaning... Ain't nothing more wicked than a wicked woman. Now, understand, women are emotional creatures, brothers. They don't just get back to get back. They get back to the death. They like, they like a gun with instant kill bullets. If a woman comes for you, she's coming to destroy. She ain't coming to let you live at all. And what we have to be mindful of and careful of is what the scripture is saying is that you can take a whole lot of sin and have a wicked woman and it won't even be close. It won't even be close. Verse 20. As the climbing up a sandy way is to the feet of the age, so is a wife full of words to a quiet man. Difficult. That's what that means. What this is talking about old people climbing up. You ever seen those sand hills? Y'all ever play Mario? Y'all know you trying to play Mario. You trying to get up there. Mario just keeps sliding back. And you try to get up there. Mario just keeps sliding back. Imagine Mario being 85, which he probably is by now. Anyways, imagine Mario being 85 and 
that happening. Old people trying to climb up the side of a bank of a river and that's and it's sand. Compare that or parallel that to a woman who always has something to say to a man that's laid back and quiet. You drive him crazy. Some sisters are like dictionaries. They never stop. They just go. They got a word for everything. They worse than prophets, false prophets. They got a word for everybody except for themselves. Well, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but you just wrong. How? Well, see, I'm going to tell you. Monday at 8 o'clock at 803.26 seconds, you did this. And I didn't appreciate when you did this because you was wrong. And then on Tuesday, listen, hold up. How you remember all this? That's because this sister is wicked. She's been holding up a grudge against you, waiting for the moment where she could read the dictionary. All right. Verse 21. Stumble not at the beauty of a woman and desire her not for pleasure. So when we're talking about a righteous woman, when we're talking about finding a righteous wife, we cannot just look at a woman and say, oh, she's beautiful. That's the one. No. That's what got David in trouble. David saw this woman, saw she's beautiful. Next thing you find out, she's a whore. Got to be careful. Don't let that prettiness fool you. She might, you know, she might have a disease that you can't get rid of. But that goes back to what the last part of that scripture says is desiring a mate for pleasure. Understand this. Eve was not placed in the earth to please Adam. She was placed in the earth to help him. If the woman in your life isn't fulfilling her creative duty first, you don't need her for anything else. If she is not able to help you spiritually, to help you mentally, to help you financially, to help you get things in order in your life. If, you're, if you meet a woman and that woman doesn't change your life, you don't need her. One of my friends said this when I met my wife. He was like, man, she changed your life, bro. I was like, well, I appreciate that. But what it let me know was I made a good decision. Because when other people can see that this woman has such an effect on you that it is changing how you are, that's a good thing. That it is changing how you behave. That is a good thing. All right. Verse 22. A woman, if she maintain her husband, is full of anger, impudence, and much reproach. So this means this woman who wants to be a whore gets mad when her husband don't leave. She mad. Because she's been trying to do everything she could to get rid of him. She want him to go. He won't leave. Some of you brothers don't get that. Some sisters cheat so she can get rid of you. And you want to sit here and believe the lie of the world. And, well, you know, I'm trying to work it out with my wife. There is no working it out when a person steps out of a marriage. It's difficult. It hurts things. 
That's a hard thing to overcome. Why? Because it never goes away. That's like you cooking food, throwing it in the trash, and then somebody take it out the trash and serve it back to you and say they cooked it. That's what happens. Because what we, you know, that's where phrases like another man's trash, what is it? Another man's trash, trash, trash is another person. Thank you. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Y'all appreciate y'all. But the point is, is that what happens is at one point, that wife was a treasure. The minute she stepped out, she became trash. Now she's treasure to you. How? Trash is trash. I don't get what you say. But it happens. A wicked woman abateth the courage, maketh an heavy countenance, and a wounded heart. Meaning, a wicked woman makes a courageous brother weak and scared. Make the brother walk around on eggshells. When it talks about a heavy countenance, the brother walking around scared. He needs help. Every time the brother get around brothers, he look like the brother crying. He weeping. Brother just sitting up. You all right, brother? Yeah, man, I'm all right, bro. I'm good. You sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, man. Can I come home with you, brother? <laughs> brother, you don't want to go home? Man, I, I can't stand that woman. Brother got tears in his eyes like he's been snotting all night. That ain't the type of sister you want to go home to. And see, sometimes some of you sisters have to understand it is better to be quiet than to speak. I would think this way. I'm going to tell the Lord on you. Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because if your husband really has the spirit, oh, he's going to get convicted. Now, if you don't got the spirit, conviction ain't going to come. Because, see, sometimes we're telling our problems to the wrong person. Because sometimes, and, and understand this, a smart woman can become foolish if she keeps the actions of a foolish woman. The sister might have been great when you got with her. Now, all of a sudden, every time she got an issue, you know, you did this the other day and you did that the other day. And I felt like eventually that brother's going to be like, dang, I can't do nothing right. And deep down inside, she might not feel like that. But that's not what he hears because all he hears is what you're complaining about. You're not adding value. You're taking away the value. All right. Moving on. We're going to verse, we read verse 20, we're reading verse 23. And a wounded heart, meaning now the brother has a weak mind. Now the brother's mindset is broken. The brother don't think the same about himself. The brother used to dress nice before he got with this sister. Now he get with this sister, he look like he's shopping Walmart and goodies. Because the sister, you ain't going out the house wearing that. You ain't going out the house wearing that. Take them Jordans off. Put on some flip-flops. It's cold outside. I don't care. I'd rather your feet be ashy than somebody look at your feet and think you look good. No, that's, that's wicked. You messing up the brother's mind. Brother want to step out of the house looking fresh. Not like a package of, 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 of old oatmeal. Can't do that. All right. A woman that will not comfort her husband in distress. 
maketh weak hands and feeble knees. Useless. Brother had a long day. Brother mama just died. You, here goes some tissue. Where your sympathy? Brother lost his job. I knew that nigga wasn't no good. <laughs> then, now we told you, brother don't marry that sister. Now you cry. You come to us crying, man. I lost my job. She told me. I knew that nigga wasn't no good. What you want us to say? We told you this was the type of sister that you were getting involved with. You didn't want to listen to us. Oh, well. All right. <laughs> Where we at? Sirach 26 and verse 6. Sirach 26 and verse 6. But a grief of heart and sorrow is a woman that is jealous over another woman. And the scourge of the tongue which communicateth with all. Did I read verse 7? An evil wife is a yoke shaken to and fro. I got to stop right there. Because I want y'all to picture what this. Y'all know how we used to wear the yokes around our neck? An evil wife is like somebody standing on both sides with a chain and just jerking back and forth. Just your head is just doing like this the whole time. Why? Because your woman is wicked. Your woman is evil. He that hath hold of her is as though he held a scorpion. He met that woman and was like, dang, this do not feel good. You ever seen them stories? Y'all, I'm going to give you an example of a woman like this. Y'all remember Norbert? Norbert's wife. Respucia. Respucia is that type of sister. Respucia is the sister. Listen. Yeah, she all these women we talking about just wrapped up. But when the Bible says, but a grief of heart and sorrow is a woman that is jealous over another woman. I want to deal with that real quick. Grief. Mental suffering or distress over affliction or loss, sharp sorrow or painful regret. When a brother has a jealous woman, it's like experiencing death every day. That's what the scripture is saying. Your mind is going through grief because you can't understand why. You say hey to the woman that goes, why are you talking to her? Bruh. All I did was scan the cereal. Sister, can you help me? Oh, so you're going to ask her for help, but you ain't going to ask me for help? I'm standing right here? Oh, my God. Really? Jealous. Feeling resentment because of another's success or advantage. Now, this... Is for all of the sisters that hate on other sisters because those sisters have what they don't have. Some of you single sisters need to stay out of married sisters' business. Don't be that sister. See, some of you single sisters only get close to the married sister to sleep with the husband. You're a whore. That's what you are. 
You are a whore, and you need to get. You need to do better. All right. Resentment, anger, bitterness, or ill will. Ecclesiasticus twenty six. Let's read verse eight. A drunken woman, and gather and a gather abroad causeth great anger, and she will not cover her own shame. Gather to remove relentlessly or aimlessly from one place to another. You know, some women, when they get drunk. I like the devil. It's like hell rung the doorbell and didn't ask to come in. It just kicked the door in. Y'all remember uh, Macy Gray's character off of uh, that Tyler Perry play? Um, no, was that it? Was it Macy Gray that played the auntie that told Cora she don't like her? She looked at her. But that was Macy Gray, right? She looked like Macy Gray. Whoever that lady is, she did a wonderful job playing a drunk woman. That's what this is talking about. Women who just move carelessly and relentlessly as though they have no control. Every feast day, brother, you got to pick this sister up off the floor. You scared to take her to the feast because you scared she going to get drunk. Hey, brother, where your wife at? Man, she at home, brother. She uh, she was feeling a little under the weather. No, we know the truth. You didn't want that sister to get drunk. Or she drunk already. <laughs> Tell him I'll be there in the morning for Sabbath. You ain't coming to the Sabbath like this. I'm going to come if I feel like it. Next thing you know, you got to deal with a drunk and an angry woman. Verse 9. The whoredom of a woman may be known in her haughty looks and eyelids. Again, disdainfully proud, snobbish, scornfully arrogant, supercilious. Meaning, this woman don't have no shame about the fact that she's cheating on you. Now, she cheating on you. You know about it. Again, I'm, I'm sorry, but... As a man, it's a weak move to stay with a woman who is actively cheating. It ju it's just a weak move. It makes you look weak. Now, I get some of y'all want to work it out. My question would be for what? The reason I say that is because when you apply the scriptures, what is your justification for staying? And you can't just say, well, we got the kids. Like my granddad used to tell me, hell, they'll grow up. But the point is, is there is no need for us to suffer through something because we want to suffer through. All right. We read verse nine, right? All right. The last thing I want to say about that type of woman, the woman, the whoredom of a woman. These is the woman who thinks they can do no wrong. The woman who thinks they have it all going on. You can't tell a woman, well, hey, sister, you know, you need to, you know, babe, you need to touch up on these things. Or these sisters that, you know, walk around and they are just all 
again, you know, they feel like they are, they got it all together. Beware those women, those women. Sister coming to the school, sister join a congregation. We see the sister got some character issues. You can't tell her nothing. And then, you know, we come to leadership. Hey, I was thinking about this sister. Stay away from that sister. She ain't humble yet. You got to stay away from that type of sister. Ecclesiastes chapter 26 and verse 22. Let's jump down to verse 22. And harlot shall be accountable as spittle. A harlot shall be accountable as as a, shall be accounted as spittle. Meaning she ain't spit. That's what that means. A whore is like spit. That's why when your wife goes out and she cheats, guess what? Guess what leadership will tell you? You need to get rid of that sister. The Bible says she ain't like spit. Alright. But a married woman is a tower against death to her husband. Meaning that married woman, guess what? She may be the very reason you don't die. She's going to help you. Make sense? Verse 25. A shameless woman shall be counted as a dog. But she that is shamefaced will fear the Lord. A shameless woman shall be counted as a dog. Women that have no humility about themselves, no decency, no modesty, going back to covering up. This woman just want to be naked. And, and, you know, sisters, a husband tell a sister, hey, babe, I don't want you. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. The Bible said that woman there, we're going to count her as a dog because she's not. She's not good. But she that is shame faces, she that is modest. Why is she dressing that way? Because obviously she wants to keep the commandments. And understand that dressing a certain way isn't really about the dress. It's about your outward appearance is a direct expression of your inward disposition. If your woman wants to be naked, that means she's not covered spiritually. So any woman who doesn't want to cover herself up doesn't understand what covering means in the spirit. All right. Ecclesiasticus 25 and 13. Ecclesiasticus 25 and 13. Wait, I missed the verse. 20, 23. Ecclesiasticus 26 and 23. Ecclesiasticus 26 and 23. A wicked woman, 20, 26 and 23. A wicked woman is given as a portion to a wicked man. A wicked woman is given as a portion to a wicked man. Now, all of the women that we named today were wicked. The shameless, the drunkard, the whores, the foolish, the clamorous, the, the brawling. All of these women were wicked. But only an unrighteous man would be with these type of women. Only a wicked man would be with that type of woman. Why? Because if a brother knew the commandments, he would avoid these type of women. He would try to abstain himself from falling. See, here's how we know that they're wicked. Any brother that automatically falls for a sister because of the way she looks, wicked. Any brother that's not proving a sister through the scriptures, wicked. 
So whatever wife you get, whatever woman that is, is given to you as a wife is wicked because you were wicked. Not because you are, but because you were well, not because you were, but because you are. Because, yes, people can change. But if you find a woman, you're going to you're going to find in a woman what you see in yourself. I know we love to say, well, when it, I'm a fine men, boys like to find, uh, you know, how can I put it? We like to find people like our moms or people like our dads. No, we look for people like ourselves. If we talk a lot, we probably going to find a woman who talk a lot. If we like to drink, we probably going to find a woman who likes to drink. We want to smoke, we're going to find the same thing. We a whore, we're going to attract whores. You are what you are around. Make sense? All right. Ecclesiastes 25 and 13. Ecclesiastes 25 and 13. Give me any plague but the plague of the heart and any wickedness but the wickedness of a woman. Meaning... I'll deal with anything but having a wicked woman. But how do we cure that? By being righteous. You don't want to deal with the wicked woman? Live right. All right. Right. First Esdras chapter four and verse twenty two through twenty seven. The whole conclusion is that many men have erred, many brothers have erred, sinned, and have perished because of women. Men, we have to be careful of the type of women we interact with. We have to have wits, understanding, intelligence, sagacity. Astuteness, wisdom, or a sense of mind. I want to read this and then we're going to close out on the right type of woman. First Ezra chapter four and verse 22. He that obeyeth me shall never be confounded. I wasn't in there, sorry. <laughs> First Esdras 4. Salakia, my apologies. First Esdras 4, 22. By this also ye must know that women have dominion over you. Do ye not labor and toil and give and bring all to the woman? So what the scripture is saying is that in reality, brothers, everything we do is for our woman. We work because we want our woman to be provided for. We get nice cars because, to be honest with you, a brother, most brothers, don't care what we drive. As long as we get where we got to get. But it's the woman that's like, well, I got to have, I'll tell you no lie. Every, when I sold cars, the guy would say, man, I don't, I don't care what he got in as long as he gives me what I want. Her. The wife would say, well, I want leather seats, heated seats. Power seats, a sunroof, you know. I want the little car to go doo doo. When I walk up to it, I can crank it up because I don't want to go out there in the cold. That's what sisters want. So, a lot of brothers, we do these things for our women. All right. Yea, verse 23. 
A man taketh his sword and goeth his way to rob and to steal, to sail upon the sea and upon rivers, and looketh upon a lion and goeth in the darkness. And when he hath spo stolen, spoiled, and robbed, he bringeth it to his love. Meaning this man, all of these conquests and stuff that we see going on through history, guess why? They want a happy women. Because a lot of these women, guess what? A lot of these women wouldn't even give their man none if they didn't have anything to provide. What verse I'm at? 24. I'm at verse 25 now. Wherefore, a man loveth his wife better than father or mother. You'll do some things for this woman you wouldn't do for your mama. You'll be homeless for a woman. Ooh, baby, I love you. I love you, too. When you gonna leave your wife? I'll leave her today. Next thing you know, this idiot sleeping in a car. All for the woman. Verse 26. Yea, many there be that have run out of their wits for women and become servants for their sakes. Many also have perished, have erred, and sinned for women. So, brothers, we have to be careful of these types of women that we have to avoid. Because if not, we'll do anything stupid for the unrighteous woman. But before we end this, I want to go to Proverbs 31. Very uh, familiar passage of scripture. But I just want to talk real quick. About the virtuous woman. The virtuous woman. We're going to start at verse 10. The virtuous woman. The virtuous woman is a woman of high standards, morals, a commandment-keeping, God-fearing woman. Verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Brothers, you can't buy a righteous woman. You have to be righteous. That's the only thing that's going to attract a righteous woman. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no seed of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. Why does she do that? Because she's trying to make sure that when this brother goes out of the home, he's warm. He's. He has some insulation about himself that this brother can go out and not freeze to death trying to do his job. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. A virtuous woman will make sure that there's food in the house. Now, some women and I'm not saying now. Now, let me be careful because some of y'all brothers that stupid will say, well, see, my wife, she go ask, you know, her friends for food. You know, these guys that she know you idiot. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about the sisters that 
Find deals where deals don't exist. Mm -hmm. Hey, babe, listen. I found on the other side of town they was giving away some food. I'm going to go down there and get some. Matter of fact, a real virtuous woman get what she ain't going to tell you. You just going to come and be like, where all this come from? Well, see, I found a sale down there, and I was just going to make sure we had something to eat. I was going to make sure we had some soap. Make sure we had some tissue. Make sure we had these things. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maids. Meaning this woman cooks. She ain't let nobody starve. And she shares. Anybody in her home. Hey, you hungry? You want something to eat? Brothers, your wife can be a good wife, but if she's stingy and if she's selfish, that's not a righteous woman. Every time somebody come up, I don't want them eating up my food. Why have guests then? That's what people, you're going to have somebody over your house for five hours and ain't going to feed them nothing? Well, I bought some saltines. Hell, I don't even eat saltines. Then going to say, well, they really can't have my water. So how the hell are they supposed to swallow these dry behind saltines? Anyways, she considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hand, she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. So this woman, while all these other sisters are thinking about buying cars, this sister's like, hey, let's buy that land so we can build a house and I can have a garden and we can do these things. That's a virtuous woman. She's trying to bring increase into your life. Meanwhile, this them nut trying to buy Cadillacs and rims. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands to and and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out she stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reapeth forth her hands to the needy. You know you have a virtuous wife when your wife is looking for people to help. Anytime somebody say, hey, I need this, her mind is already thinking, how can I provide it? How can I give it? How can I help? How can I make sure that this brother, this sister has the things that they said they need? That's a virtuous woman. But if every time your sister, your, you know, every time this sister here, hey, you know, so-and-so need help. Hell, you better go ask somebody else. She ain't virtuous, brother. Now, now this brother's sitting here trying to defend this sister. Well, you know, she was just in a bad mood. Nah, brother, your wife is wicked. She ain't helped nobody since she's been here. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. Meaning, this woman is so virtuous she has pushed her husband to a level of respect. Understand, brothers, a lot of brothers that you see that are in leadership and that are, that are, you know, elders throughout Israel, it's because a lot of these brothers' wives are righteous. A lot of these brothers' wives are putting in good work, helping brothers and sisters, giving brothers and sisters foods, giving brothers and sisters rise, doing things for brothers and sisters that other people aren't doing. That elevates the level of respect they have for that brother. Why? Because that sister wouldn't be doing that if her husband wasn't teaching that. Make sense? All right. Verse 24. 
She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are hers, are her clothing. And she rejoice, Salaki, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the, let me stop there. Her tongue is the law of kindness. Brother, if your wife mean, she ain't virtuous. If your wife always cussing somebody out, she ain't virtuous. She just ain't virtuous. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Meaning your wife isn't lazy. She isn't sitting around just like, well, nah, I get to it. I know it need to be done, but I do it. No, that sister not doing that. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. So, brothers, the Bible gives us the example of a righteous woman, a virtuous sister, a virtuous sister. So, again, the topic of today's lesson was the women that men should avoid. Brothers, don't y'all be getting beat up. I'm going to laugh at you. Don't be getting beat up because you were stupid. I'm going to laugh at you. But let's, let's try to do better. Sisters, for those sisters who watch today's class, take inventory. Find ways that you can be more like the virtuous woman and less like some of these sisters that we covered. Fellas, I got y'all next week. I'm coming for you because some of y'all brothers are wicked. Some of y'all brothers need a little correction. Again, this is Captain Abadi who with Holy Saints and Apostles here in Nashville, Tennessee. If you guys would like, last night we did our DRIT. If you guys want to get DRITs continually, you can text DRIT, D-R-I-T-T, to 59769. Again, you can text DRIT to 59769. If you want to donate financially, you can donate financially um, here to us at HSA Nashville. That's dollar sign HSA Nashville for Cash App. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at HSA Nashville, Facebook at Holy Saints and Apostles Nashville, and YouTube at Holy Saints and Apostles Nashville. Until next time, we say Shalom. Welcome to the What Your Pastor Won't Tell You podcast. Each week, we go on an in-depth scriptural journey to awaken the nation of Israel who are scattered to the four corners of the earth. Our lessons are focused on instructing Israel to repent and to return to God's laws, statutes, and commandments. Also, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Humble Beginnings. And with that, take, take a, a listen. listen.